Yo, just a side note. If Kesha dies the next, like, year or two, that's fucking Jake's fault at this point, bro. <laughs> what we, do you mean? We got so many fucking terrorists oh. recovering. Yeah. I just, I don't know if we'll be able to continue if Kesha dies, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real. But I think she's sober, so we should be good. Hey, listen, a lot of shit happens. She'd get run over by a train. She could trip trying to stop a Gaethje fight. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, so welcome, everyone. I think this is episode 19 of Flip the Record. It might be 18, but yeah, we're getting up yet. there either way. Yeah, we're doing good. So uh, Joe and I went to the Bring Me the Horizon and Fall Out Boy concert last night at DTE. And uh, I thought it'd be fun just to kind of rehash some of the, the memories from yesterday. Yeah, good show on both of their parts. There was a couple other openers we just didn't show up for. They're kind of, I don't know, we didn't know any any of them. And like, Bring Me the Horizon, I'm kind of a pretty casual fan of at best. Uh, like, I, I have a few tracks that I listen to, and that's about it. Uh, and then I would say I'm a big Fall Out Boy fan. Then they played like seven songs I didn't know, which was wild. <laughs> yeah, let's let's start with uh, Bring Me the Horizon. So, the lead singer's name, Ali Sykes, right? Ollie Sykes. Ollie Sykes. This guy was a true, true character. He, he was good live, but I got the impression almost right away that he thought he was the second coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of when I saw 30 Seconds to Mars. He had that like Jared Leto kind of like aura to him. Like <laughs> he was just standing up there like, clap for me. I'm on stage. Clap now. Like, and, and after a couple songs, like they played a banger in the beginning. But there was a couple other like. Uh, deeper cuts that the crowd just didn't know so well. And the crowd was still filling in a little bit. And after maybe two or three songs, he was like, are you guys fucking alive? Yeah, he was like, this this is the most dog shit mosh pit I've ever seen. In fairness, it was. It, oh, yeah, it was <laughs> for sure. There was maybe 20 people, 25 people. Well, and so Not more than that, but less than 50. In terms of standing room, like, I love DTE, but it's not a great standing room. Like, that, right, little, that right. little section at the bottom is never good. Um that being said, for Bring Me the Horizon, the people that would show up to be in that mosh pit at Bring Me the Horizon, you would think would be going ape shit. <laughs> Not the case. A lot of like, a lot of women in there. I was shocked how many women were in the standing room. Uh, and then just, I don't know, it, they were kind of just head bobbing and hanging out. And so, yeah, he gets to that third or fourth song. He's like, I need you guys to get some fucking energy up in here. And so he plays the thrasher. The mosh pit gets going a little bit. There was an absolute bowling ball in there. <laughs> yeah. Wrecking havoc on this crowd. I mean, this dude must have been. It was hard to tell because we were, I don't know, maybe 30, 35 rows back. And uh, now that's about right. Um, so it was hard to tell exactly how big this guy was. But I would venture to say he was probably six foot pushing 250 260 yeah that's right around what i was gonna guess and he was just throwing like he was throwing himself he would just run and then like kind of like jump and like throw his body into whoever was there yeah it, it <laughs> <laughs> he, he was uh, and he was by far the most reckless of everyone in the mosh pit <laughs> like i don't know if you you'll know this donkey kong reference but like gave me like king k rule vibes just throwing <laughs> himself around trying yeah, to hit yeah. you like, he wasn't really throwing punches or anything, from what I could tell, but this guy was just a force to be reckoned with. Uh, and so then throughout the show, we were just keeping tabs on this guy and just <laughs> causing chaos down there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird energy because it started off, the band was kind of like, they were playing hard, but the energy was kind of low on stage. And then once he like riled up the mosh pit a little bit, uh, the band energy got better. Um, 
they did a cool bit later on where he like kind of the lead singer Ollie like went up into the crowd and did his bit while the band played. Uh, that was cool. That was a cool bit. He, he went around like the whole. He went up the the left side of the stage through like all the in yeah. between like the seated and and, and the wall non seated and then like all the way back down and he was high fiving people the whole way while he was doing the song. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And it was uh it was definitely one of those songs where you could like take a beat to do that. There was a lot of breaks where you could like kinda hang out and fuck around a little bit. It was cool. Um Yeah, I mean good show, not great show. Uh I said to you while we were there, the I don't expect a whole lot in terms of stage setup from openers, but like a little something maybe. <laughs> Their setup was dog shit. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It I just It I was literally just like one raised platform where they had the what was it, the 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 two drummers? Well, I, I figured it out after a while. So the they had the, the like typical drum set on the right side to us, so it would be the left side left side from their perspective. And then on the other side of that raised platform was like a DJ. But they just threw like a couple drums onto his set yeah. as like I don't know, you can just kick him in here and there. Um but yeah, that was weird because he had like he had like hand drums on the right, and then he had like a couple of those. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but like the drums you play with, like the uh, like the cloth covered uh, drumsticks. You know what I'm talking Dude, about? Dude, he was smacking the shit. Oh, every time it was like a full wind up. Like everything, every force of his arm was, every fiber in his being was going into hitting that drum as yeah. hard as he could. As DJs go, he was bringing the fucking energy. <laughs> yeah, he was for sure, for good. sure. Uh, I like, I. I'm not going to say I got Mike Shinoda vibes from that guy, but like, I don't know, kind of the same thing. Like his job was just to like mix the mix the tape, throw in a bit here or there. He didn't really get on the mic anyhow, but still good show. But yeah, uh, the one thing that you brought up that I, I thought was kind of funny was the lead singer, like halfway through the set, you like turned him and you're like, you think he's on drugs right now? And I was like. Now that you mention it, yeah, like I could totally see that. Well, yeah. So the, the cameras kept like zooming in on him. Obviously, he's the lead singer and like. Between songs especially, they would zoom in on his face. He looked strung out as fuck. And, like, you could tell he was with you. Like, he, he wasn't, like, slurring or falling over or anything. But he would take these long breaks between songs to get a drink. And, like... Well, in, in, in his defense, he's also screaming his lungs out for most songs. Yeah, and then he would just kind of, like, ramble at the crowd a little bit. Like, he probably said how we feel in Michigan, like between every track the the one thing that he did where, where i was like oh yeah he's definitely on drugs was i don't remember it was towards the end of the set and it was it was a pretty high energy song and like after when they were getting in like the bridge and then going back to like do the chorus one more time he was just like sitting there on his knees and like staring up at the crowd and like doing this weird thing with his hand i don't even remember yeah, what yeah. he was doing with his hands but he was just like he was like slow motion like with his hands his eyes were like as wide as can be and i was like oh yeah he's He's in a, he's in another planet right now. Well, there was also this weird bit, and I think he, I don't know. It's hard to tell with guys for, like from across the pond, but he did this weird bit about halfway through the set where he's like, "Where the fuck are we? Are we in Michigan? Are we in Detroit? Where are we?" Yeah. After he had been already been like Detroit, how are we feeling tonight? <laughs> uh, it's just yeah. There were some odd moments. You could tell he was kind of like I thought he was a little coked up, which is fine. He still put on a good show. Yeah. The the last party trick he had that I hadn't seen anyone do, and I don't think ever, but he had everyone for like one of the last songs. They had everyone sit down, and then when they got to the chorus of the song, everyone just started getting up and jumping and going apeshit, and that was pretty cool. Honestly, yeah. I can't believe I've never seen that before. That was a good move. I I I know, right? Like it totally worked. Like I can't believe that's not like a a more standard yeah you know 
it's not exactly like the the hand back and forth but uh imagine being on the hill when that happened how many oh. fucking like wipeouts there were <laughs> yeah oh bro <laughs> maybe it was like a it actually so last night we had perfect weather it was honestly like the yeah. perfect weather for outdoor concert but imagine if it had been like a little slippery, maybe a little cold, a little rainy, and he pulls that trick, the hill just all falls down at once. <laughs> but uh But yeah, yeah, that was Bring Me the Horizon and then I don't have as much on Fallout Boy, just they, I mean they put on a hell of a show. Yeah, I've seen that's my third time seeing them now. That uh, was my second and then this time was they were the headliner. The time I saw them before they uh, had opened for Green Day and then they were they were sandwiched between Green Day and Weezer at Comerica Park. And I, I feel like that wasn't as good of a show, but this this show kicked ass. Yeah, I, I said to you yesterday, I've never seen so many stage set changes in my fucking life. Oh, yeah. They, they had a lot. I want to say, so they had like this, they had an underwater kind of like SpongeBob Little Mermaid stage set. Then they would go, between all the stage sets, when they were like changing the stage sets, they would just close this like red curtain, which is uh, like kind of an iconic look from one of their albums. I forget which album it is. Um but then when they were ready with the stage set, they would open the curtain and it would be something different. So then like they had this uh, they had this like old, like windy, massive tree trunk. Um, the, the floating dog. They had a, they had a, yeah. uh, an employee manning this like huge like I don't know what it was made out of, but this huge like dog massive German shepherd. Head. Yeah. Uh, like, like as as tall as the like the setup for the amps and stuff. It was, it was cool. Massive. It was a cool little bit. Pete Wentz was over there like petting it. And <laughs> I was kind of waiting for him to pull out like a massive inflatable treat and try to feed it to him. <laughs> um, but yeah, they kick ass, man. And they don't do like, they're not crazy about, they just kind of play everything straight. Like they're not going to throw in wild solos. They're not going to deviate too much. They just play it straight for the most part. Um, which is fine because they have so many fucking bangers. Like I said to you, yeah, they, they played they played "Sugar We're Going Down" as a third song, as the third song. And I said to you right after that, I was like, if you throw that at three, you know you got a catalog top to bottom of bangers. Yeah, which was wild though because then they played like they probably played five or six or seven songs I didn't know. Well, they played a quite a they played a I feel like a handful off the new album, which in, in my opinion isn't their best. But agreed. But then they also played a bunch from Saturday. I think they played three songs back to back from Saturday. Oh, okay. Which is their first album, I think. Uh, well, yeah, the, I know they played um, the two that were the, like the hits off that album, where it's like uh, I think it's a little less sixteen candles or something like that. No, that's from the next album. Oh, that is. They didn't play that one either. There was a lot of other like songs I was waiting for that they didn't play. Oh, okay. They didn't play a little less sixteen candles. They didn't play of all the gin joints. Um, yeah. A couple others I'm forgetting right now, but. Yeah, they played a lot of deep cuts. Um, like even there was a song from Infinity on High later on in the show. You pulled one of the wildest moves I've ever seen at a concert. <laughs> What's that? So it the show starts about nine fifteen. We know it's only going to go to eleven. Oh yeah, it's only going to go to eleven because uh, DT or Pine Knob has that curfew. At ten thirty, Joe. Well, Joey had told me before he was going to do this, but at ten thirty, Joey just said, "All right, time to go. I'm leaving." He took off with 30 minutes left in the set to go home and watch UFC. Well, okay. So in my defense, I don't know what I was thinking, but I, for some reason I was like, uh, and maybe because halfway through the set, they were like, oh yeah, like the lead singer is really sick. And, but anyway, for some reason I thought like they're going to end at like 1045. No, no. Yes. And Patrick Stump, like, so he pulls out his piano about halfway through. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling good. I'm kind of feeling pretty shitty, but you know what? We're just going to play some songs. Uh, and uh, 
towards the end of the set, you could kind of tell his voice was going. But other than that, I thought he was pretty fucking good on mic anyhow. No, he was good. But so I hadn't been, I hadn't been to DT in probably a year or two. And I was just I, I didn't want to spend an hour in traffic getting home. So yeah. I was like, in, in hindsight, I could have stayed another 15 minutes and then left. Bro, you should have seen the fucking road uh, or like roads I took to get out of there. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Leaving was just a an absolute trek. Cause it's like Google Maps had me on one course. And then it was like police block, police block, police uh, block, because they were just trying to like direct traffic, you know, and uh, like it didn't take me that much longer to leave. Like I still got out a good time. We pulled the classic five minutes left. See ya. Yeah. Um, which is fine because they finished with centuries and Saturday. Yeah. Two, like two songs I like, but I don't love. So I'm good with that. And uh, yeah, dude, I was fucking trekking through neighborhoods like one barely car car wide dirt roads to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, it was a wild trip, but. Uh, anyways, yeah, Fallout Boy kicks ass, man. Um, I, it just, it, it's always weird having Pete Wentz be the lead guy. Patrick, Patrick got on the mic a couple times and it's, it's just, not for him. It's not for him. He's not built like that. He's the most average looking dude of all time. The most average, like aside from his voice, his voice is his awesome. His voice is incredible. Yeah. But aside from that, he's just the most average dude of all time. Which is fine. I mean, there's no, you know, it, it is what it's it just is. like, it's funny seeing like the guy from bring me the horizon is like, oh, you're, you're like, oh yeah. Like. This is what he does. Like he he was he's not a rock star. He's yeah exactly. Or like um, you ever seen Riv- Rivers Cuomo Weezer? Mm-hmm. He he's another guy that strikes me like Patrick Stump. For sure, like, for sure. This guy's a fucking like lead singer in a rock band. Yeah, what? yeah. Gra- a Grammy winning like you know one of the huge rock show. Been doing it for twenty years. Like yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking wild. <laughs> Dave Grohl's getting a little bit of that too as he's getting older, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so but, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, you want to transition into Mac Miller here? Let's talk about Mr. Mac Miller. All right. So this is going to be a two-parter. Part one, we're doing the first album and first, like, four, or not first four, but four of his most popular mixtapes. And then part two, we're doing watching movies with the sound off through his last album, Circles. So let's just talk about that now that you mention it. What the fuck is the difference between a mixtape and an album? I looked it up. I still don't understand. Well... So I think one with mixtapes, often you you sample other beats that other artists have already yeah. used, and because you're releasing it as a mixtape, it's like you're releasing it on at, on your own, not like through like a, a label in a studio. Uh, okay, so gotcha, gotcha. I think there's less um, like legal, legal percussions from from sampling. Well, the, let me tell you, that didn't help him on kids. I know, anyway. I know, I had that noted too. But yeah, so there's that, and then yeah, mixtapes usually it's more like it's like the artists. They put out their album, and then before or after, they're like, I want to drive some hype for the album, and I have all these, like, I've recorded all these songs, like, they're not going to be on the album, so I'm going to release it as a mixtape. It, it satisfies the fans, it, and it's just, if they're recording all these tracks, you might as well release it, right? Yeah, I feel that. Uh, all right, so Mac Miller, let's uh, get it going. So, he's born in, like, the mid-90s, or early 90s, I think. Uh, yeah, because he, w- he was 18 when Kids came out. Right. In Kids 2010. 2010. Right. So which is crazy that. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. So anyways, oh, six, oh, seven. He kind of gets like pretty serious about hip hop. Uh, before that, he was like kind of like really into sports. His parents are Jewish, but they sent him to a Catholic school. Yeah, so he I think play sports. one of his parents is Jewish. The other is Christian, but he okay. grew up Jewish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so they sent him to this Catholic school, to play sports. Probably, like I said, 06, 07, he starts getting real serious about hip-hop, kind of ditches the sports. 
puts out three mixtapes between 2007 and 2009, none of which are on streaming platforms. While he's in high school. Well, he's in high school, right. So in my head, I'm imagining him like selling CDs at the, at the, on the street. He was, he was. Yeah, he was selling his mixtapes in, in school and wherever. But he won an award from like a Pittsburgh hip-hop um, kind of like group. They gave him like best upcoming hip-hop artist of the year in like 09, I think. Mm. Which is kind of cool. Like, you would think he's at that point he's kind of a nobody. He's just a Pittsburgh, you know, kid. But pretty fucking cool to be get up and coming at that point. Yeah. So uh, before he released Kids Two, his grandpa passed away and he inherited some money. So like at the end of his time in high school, he had his own apartment and he was using like some of the money he inherited for the apartment and then like to record. Gotcha. Which is, it's it's just crazy. Like thinking of someone who's like a junior senior in high school, like living by themselves like on their own and like oh yeah like i'm gonna be like it's just you know it's the one percent of the one percent like for sure for sure it takes a special kind of person yeah a hundred percent and i do want to mention too so he's a self-taught musician who's playing piano guitar drums and bass by the age of six yeah i saw that that's like obviously you're not a fucking savant at six but just the ability to play that many instruments at six years old is wild and self-taught too Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then so at 14, that's when he kind of shifted to, you know, singing and, and then obviously focusing in on rap. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, before he was Mac Miller. So on his first couple mixtapes, let's say he went by Easy Mac, like yeah. E-Z Mac. Um, and his real name is Malcolm McCormick, which I guess isn't too far off. Um Mac Miller's way cooler, though. Mac Miller's way cooler. Mac Miller's a rapper. Malcolm McCormick does your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, before we get into kids, I just want to say, like, kids and then I'll say a lot of songs on his uh, mixtapes and albums coming after this that we'll talk about today are kind of a break in the action from what I'll say is, like, early, mid-2000s hip-hop. When I think of early mid two thousands hip hop, I think of guys like Eminem, Fifty Cent, uh, Ludacris, Lil John, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. This Wiz is, Khalifa. So Wiz Khalifa is a good point you bring up here. Uh, well, he he was coming up around the same time, and then even even Cole and Kendrick. I mean, they were kind of coming up around then too. Well, yeah, but Wiz Khalifa in particular, also from Pittsburgh, Mac Miller from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Mac kind of sees Wiz popping off in twenty ten. Wiz Khalifa is on XSL's Freshman Class, um, which is that same year that uh, Kids came out. And Mac and Wiz were kind of close, and they shared producers and whatnot, especially like the you, – you, I'm sure you've seen Big Germ. Uh, Big Germ was working with – a lot with Wiz, but doing a little work with Mac on the side as well. And, uh, like, that was kind of one of the big inspirations for him to pop off a little bit. Um, but anyways, what I'm trying to say here is Mac Miller's a break in the action where it's more of this, like, goofy kind of easygoing R&B feel. But, like, still – deep and like he's got a lot really really good flow through a lot of this stuff like it's not like easy going r&b it's like r&b mixed with the like the hip-hop stuff well and more the r&b comes more in the back half of his catalog in my yep. opinion I, it, it's a different kind of r&b i think that's more like soulful kind of jazzy r&b in the back half in the front half i'll say it's r&b but in in this kind of like unique goofy way like I can't think of a guy like Mac Miller before Mac Miller that did music like this. Mm. See, I would, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't think of it as that. I think of it as just straight rap mm. for the first couple albums, mixtapes. Well, and what's interesting too is he's not afraid to sample like songs that are outside of the purview of uh, your rap, like typical rappers, right? Yeah. So like like kids, right? He's sampling uh, "Fireflies" by Owl City. True. Wild. Um, 
you know, he's just got this goofy kind of aura about him. Whereas, again, when I when I bring up 50 Cent, when I bring up Eminem, when I bring up Ludacris, like it's got this very much like cool vibe to it or like like kind of gangster rap vibe to it. This is not that at all. And I, I, I think when you think of Mac Miller, he's kind of this inspiration for guys after him who fall in the same category like a fucking Lil Dicky, like uh, uh, Jack Harlow. Like your boy, uh, Young Gravy, you know? <laughs> Bro, I, I think Mac Miller's way better than all those guys. I'm, I'm not saying he isn't. I agree. But I'm just saying, it, it, it's this new thing in hip-hop where it's cool to be, like, kind of goofy on the mic and, like, oh, have fun with it. right. Okay, yeah. I, I think that's a fair point. It, and, yeah, his style of rap in the early albums, mixtapes, is what we'd call... Or, or like, take this, take this for a note. Logic credits this album kids as his inspiration to put out his first first mixtape that's cool and logic is kind of in the same vibe where it's like goofy on the mic but still incredible flow like sick rap yeah so it's that kind of thing and i just i couldn't think of anybody before mac miller that did it like this okay yeah i I, I can see that which is cool yeah and before we get into kids i want to make two points one i think I think part two of, of us doing this will be more interesting because he gets a lot deeper with his music, different type of music. It's a some of it's rap, some of it's R and B, different sounds. His songwriting gets better. It strays from like the first couple albums and mixtapes are kind of what we'd call like frat rap. Yeah, they're frat rap, and aside from the beats, they're fairly homogenous. Yeah, and the second point I want to make is I do think uh, when we post clips for this, I think there's a lot of people that. If you grew up around the time of Mac Miller where you were listening to him while you were in high school or maybe early college, I think it, those early albums and mixtapes hold a, a special place in your heart. The nostalgia hits different. Yes. And I, I was talking to my buddy Reed about this, and that's what he was saying kind of. He's like, yeah, like just listening back to like kids and some of the earlier stuff, he's like, it just, it, it just hits different because that's what I grew up with. Well, what? You were what, like 25, 26 when the kids came out? So <laughs> I don't know. It's a little different, but uh-huh uh-huh uh i remember being in middle school when kids came out and like a few songs especially like i remember i probably listened to knock knock a million times but uh yeah see i didn't you know what's funny i got into mac miller in the back half of his catalog i didn't listen to the first half at all and gotcha and, yeah yeah no it was definitely just something like i'm not a i wasn't a huge hip-hop fan back then but i remember all my friends were listening to it. i was like damn this kid, this kind of slaps yeah so anyways let's get into kids we've done let's a do it. preamble so all right um so he, he he was 18 when this came out in 2010. Yeah, that's fucking wild to think about. Um, and he, again, at this point, he, like he's got a little bit of like Pittsburgh cred, but that's about it. Like he's getting some help from guys that worked with Wiz, and this album maybe doesn't like get the the critic. Well, I don't know about critical acclaim, but it doesn't get maybe the recognition like from charts and numbers. Well, uh, it's because it's a mixtape, right? You get my point. Yeah, yeah. But it, this album rocks. Yeah, definitely. A lot of fun to listen to. Just easy listening. Kind of like, like uh, it's a little bit like fast food, man. Like, there's not a lot of substance to it, but it's just, like, fun and easy to listen to. Yeah. You know? So, KID stands for Kicking Incredibly Dope Shit and kicks off with an intro. Kicking Incredibly Dope Shit. Yeah. Uh, opens with this, like, spoken word bit about chasing dreams. Um that's about a mm, 45 seconds long. Then it hits into this like upbeat, mid-high tempo, snare, synth beat. Uh, really good energy here. It's not one of my favorite tracks on the album, but it's like a cool way to kick it off. 
Agreed. A good way to kick it off. Uh, line I like. Letters from my soul, scriptures from the Torah. Only give you what you like. I'm a station on Pandora. That's <laughs> <laughs> some good wordplay there. Yeah. So and and throughout this, I saved little lines and tidbits that made me laugh. And yeah, yeah, yeah that, that'll be good for this episode. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So the second track is outside. Cool beat. Good flow. Catchy hook. Good track. Yeah, this song's just about kind of like hanging out, being a kid, you know, fucking around. Not one of my favorite tracks on the album. I, di- I didn't think this one stood out too much, but there's a lot of good stuff coming after it. So. Yeah, for me, this is a fun one where if you're just hanging out outside, you know, BSing, like, this is a good one. The chorus, sure. do you for mind sure. if we smoke this blunt outside because it's nice out and we could get high? Yeah, the sun's shining and I'm feeling right. We outside, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just easy going. And then the other line that made me laugh when he was like, second grade, holding down the corner, slinging lemonade, everyday hustler, you riding down Penny Lane. <laughs> yeah, I see. He's uh, just slinging lemonade. Like <laughs> <laughs> a funny little Beatles, Beatles reference there, Penny Lane. He, uh, I, I, I don't get it, but later on there's a Beatles reference too in Macadelic, and I, we'll talk about it then. But Okay. Uh, after that, he goes into Get Him Up, uh, kind of this mid-tempo, snare and keyboard beat, uh, upbeat, kind of club feel. I like this song. It was like a video game sounding beat to yeah, me. Yeah, I was trying to describe it, and I kind of got that vibe too. The keyboards in that retro arcade like vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, uh, average average track for me, but I don't have anything else. Yeah, me neither. The next track, one of the standouts, one of his bangers, all time hits. Nike's on my feet. Yeah, it's kind of got this easygoing vibe, but like his energy here is cool. Like just a really cool vibe about this song. Yeah, and he's got this Nas sample at the beginning of the song, and yeah. then the hook, and uh, it's really dope. It's like soft keyboard and snare. Uh, another just like hanging out song. Uh, yeah. Pretty fucking cool, though. All I really need is some shoes on my feet and the Nikes on my feet. Keep my cypher complete. Like it. And Oh, and then uh, the other one. My money good, but these hoes bad, so they stay attached to my gonads. I'm going to make this point now because I can make it at any point throughout this episode. I don't think anyone has more play on words or references or metaphors for sexual innuendos than Mac Miller. Bro. Bro, he, he probably has like three three like you know, three inch like books full of, of rhymes of like ha 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 boobs, cool, ha ha. Yeah. Like it, it it's truly crazy how many different ways he can he Talk can about rap sex. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I was trying to like I guess I was formulating this thought. You you put it together well there. That's that's wild. Uh, so after Nike's on my feet, I don't know if this is a hit, but this is one I remember from like growing up a little bit. Senior skip day. It's kind of this like easy going, like chill vibe, keyboard and clap beat. Uh, Max staying in, in his like lower energy a little bit, just kind of chilling, chilling. Um, it's a cool track. Uh, it's. Just eat like easy listening again. This is one where I think the nostalgia would hit for a lot of people. Where yeah, if you grew up yeah. around this time, you probably played this when you woke up on senior skip day because he's 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 rapping about making breakfast and skipping class. And if you're in high school at the time and this song was out, I mean, what else are you gonna listen to? No, for sure, for sure. There's a weird little like interlude at the end of this song, maybe 10, 15 seconds of women just talking about the difference between like making love and fucking <laughs> yeah i yeah. don't know what that's all about but it's just kind of a wild like tag on the end of this track i'm always like oh. he has some weird interlude like at the outros for some of his tracks throughout his catalog for sure for sure and he does a lot of that there, studio talk you don't like yeah, yeah there's yeah. one in particular that, that really comes to mind i think it's on 
I think it's on best day ever, but it's just like obnoxious. Yeah, he's got a few. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> uh anyways. After that, uh this next song, The Spins, has a sick beat. And they Dude, s- this is his number one song on Spotify. Five oh, five hundred million streams. <laughs> what? Yeah. I wouldn't have gu- I mean it's a dope song. I wouldn't have guessed it was his number one though. Wow, I didn't realize it was that popular. But no, this beat's cool. And this song, it's a sample from Half Mast by M- Half Mast by Empire of the Suns, which they do "Walking on a Dream" for. Right. Yeah, right. that's like their most popular. So, y- and you would probably know this song if you heard it. You've heard this on commercials, it's like "Oh, Oh, Do Na Na Na." Uh, it's just it's kind of like classic beat now, or at least like, I as soon as I heard it, I knew it. You know. Yeah. Uh, Mid tempo drums, high tuned keyboard. This is a really cool fucking track. Cool song, cool bars, cool flow. He speeds he speeds up his like cadence and then slows it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the the little stanzas I like. I see the future crystal ball. Oh, let me try that again. I see the future crystal ball, mirror mirror hanging on the wall. Who the flyest white boy of them all? Got your girlfriend screening all the calls. She bubbling, we fucking, then you cuddling. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure, check this one out. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, after that, don't mind if I do. This is the one I talked about already that samples Fireflies by Owl City. Yeah, we- weird mix. It's a wild mix, but he puts on incredible flow in this song. It's this really like up tempo, upbeat, just like sick flow, great wordplay, cool track. Yeah, I don't have anything to add other than my like. I was just noted. I was like, wow, what a wild choice to to go with Fireflies to rap over but that's kind of what i was talking about with these other guys the young gravy's like how are you sampling some of these songs young gravy but it works <laughs> you know what i'm saying like who the fuck is sampling fireflies by Owl city before mac miller yeah right like yeah you would get clowned on if you were sampling this track well also how many other white rappers were there in between 2000 and 2010 like notable ones the only one i can think of eminem yeah. yeah and then uh, maybe i don't vanilla ice that would have been past his time yeah, I guess. You know, BC boys, that's past, past yeah. their time a little bit. For sure, for sure. I mean, yeah. Ain't much. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, cool song. Don't mind if I do. Paper Routes featuring Chevy Woods in the next track. I like this one a lot, too. I think Chevy puts down a sick verse on this track. Uh, yeah, Chevy Woods is, uh, I I don't know if he's from Pittsburgh. I would assume so. Cause I he, think so. He's yeah, on yeah. a lot of Wiz tracks. and Yeah. yeah. Uh, slow, kind of like high-tuned keyboard and clap beat. Really good energy from both of them. I think Chevy's a little bit quicker than Mac on the verse, but still a cool track. Um, not great, but good here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, one more saving, but not not a top one for sure. Next one is Good Evening. It's got a, a decent beat and some just good flow from Mac. Yeah, I kind of really like this beat. Uh, it's got this like synth up vocal humming a little bit um, mixed in with some clap, like Instead of drums, they just mixed in claps. Uh, mid-high tempo energy. Uh, this song is just... Ca- Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, I didn't have much here. This song is just about like... That is cool. I love this fucking beat. Uh, but yeah, all I got left to say is this song is just kind of about like getting into the rap scene, uh, figuring it out, and do what you got to do to like pop off a little bit. Yeah, and he's got... A, a whole uh, plethora of songs like that. Yeah, well, so like we said, this whole album is pretty... Like, honestly, this is a bit different from the, the rest of the album because the rest of the album is mostly just, like, hanging out, fucking, and smoking pot. So, like, 
a little bit different at least. Yeah. The next track here is Ride Around. Uh, I my notes for this were I like I like the lines every dream vivid talk it how I live it uh up in the air playing Quidditch bitches this is once in a lifetime they gonna put me in a flight no price line used to want to be a marble fighting crimes till I realized the boy had the nicest rhymes yeah I mean again he's good with the wordplay it's not I just felt like this song got a little bit lost in the shuffle on this out al- or this mixtape uh it's fine but whatever Tom drums and keyboard that kind of go up and down throughout this song. It's got this like old school kind of R&B vibe to me. Um, Mid tempo. Eh. Yeah. I don't have anything else. The next song, though, is I think definitely the hit off this. Like the number one hit. Now, uh, we talked about the spins already, but I think this is the number one hit. Knock, knock. This beat fucking rocks, dude. I don't know what the sample is, but it's like if you know Mac Miller, you, you hear the this is one of those songs you hear it instantly and you know it. Yeah, the one, two, three, four. I was thinking more like dumb, Again, kind of a wild choice, but it it's so fucking perfect. His flow on this song is quick, masterful. Oh, 100%. I, I, I have this song on the party playlist for today, even. Hell yeah. Chorus is really, really like fun and upbeat, super catchy. Uh, this is just a classic Mac track. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, both he kills both verses on this. Oh, for sure. That I think he mentions it at one point on this album. He's like, "There's one song he says it. He's like, oh, 'Oh, we're gonna go three verses this time, huh?'" <laughs> yeah, towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this one uh, definitely worth checking out if you're not familiar with it. This is an all-time Mac Miller song for sure. Uh, next one is just an interlude or 26 seconds. So yeah, it's either. It's either the, one of the producers or Mac on the turntable, just like pr- basically just playing with the mixes. Um, it's I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So the next song, another classic off this mixtape, Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza. Yeah. So <laughs> this is I'll, I'll talk about the song first, and then we'll get into it a little bit. Right. Uh, opens with Mac, like you can hear him in the studio, kind of smoking. He's like coughing, like he just hit it, you know, took a rip. Um. I lost it. Uh, mid-tempo, like, thick drum beat. You got male back, like background singers kind of, like, popped in occasionally throughout this song. Um, really good flow from him again here. Just, again, another, like, easy-going, like, song about just hanging out and fucking around. Good track. Yeah, this is another really dope beat. It almost sounds to me a little bit like Tribe Called Quest. Can I kick it? I'm not sure if you're familiar with that song, but that's kind of familiar the with the song. Familiar with the group. Okay, yeah, those are kind of the vibes I got. And then the opening lines that are really cool: "Hey, Kool Aid and frozen pizza. It's a work of our art. I ain't talking Mona Lisa. Dream of rocking crowds. See me filling up arenas. This weed got me laughing like a damn hyena." Yeah, no, like I said, good wordplay on this track. So this track. He takes samples from a few different artists on this album. We already mentioned it. Uh, this one in particular, he gets in trouble for. Yeah. So 2012, the the beat is from this uh, guy, Lord Finesse. And so the sample is from Hip to the Game. Um, and, and what's funny is, like, I already talked about Logic crediting this beat. And Logic said, he's like, yo, I was listening to Lord Finesse. I love that beat. When, when Mac got on, I was like, you know what? That's dope. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to give it a go. That's awesome. Lord Finesse was not thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Finesse. What, a what an all-time name. What a douchey name. Uh, but, yeah, he, he, so he sues Mac for using this beat. 
He ends up getting producer credits on it. Um, the the court case went to settlement, and the terms are undisclosed. But he was asking for ten million dollars, though. I don't know what he ended up getting. Mac Miller didn't have ten million. Oh no! no uh, well, yeah, I know, but that's what that's what he was asking for. Well, actually, okay. So this this was sued in twenty twelve. He might have had ten million dollars by twenty twelve. Mm, maybe four four projects in, maybe five. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's kind of a good point. But anyways, yeah, uh, nobody knows what the actual settlement was, but he definitely did get produ- like producer credits on but this dude, track. Again, I know we talked about this before, but fuck Lord Finesse. Like, if, if that song was a, a flop and it had, like, 10,000 streams, he's not going to sue. Nah, I don't give a fuck. Even if Mac Miller was rich after, like, he's not going to sue. Like, it's only because the song blows up and the song is dope and he did better with the, the beat than what Lord Finesse did. Furthermore, you don't see Owl City fucking racking him for $10 million on their track. Right. What the fuck? It's just, again, it, and it, it's it's like when someone's releasing a mixtape and they're, the kid, he's literally 18. You're, you're suing this 18-year-old kid. For for murdering your your beat, like come on, man. Yeah, fuck you. What a pussy ass move. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that's a uh, still one of the standout tracks on this album. Um, I think it gets a lot of love from like, if if you grew up around this time, this would have been one of the songs that you also were like really into. Yeah, agreed. The next song is is just alright for me. All I want is you. It's kind of uh dealing with his struggle to find like a a long term partner. With, yeah, with like, also like becoming famous right i kind of got vibes that is like trying to get the girl that you wanted like date to give up the single life you know like she's she's like living it up having fun partying going out like one night stands whatnot and uh like getting her to give that up to like be with you is tough yeah a different track for him but just all right for me yeah it's not one of my favorites got this like kind of organy keyboard mixed in with drums and synth uh good energy on the verses but eh, just kind of okay yeah the next track is a song that he wrote for his grandpa it's called poppy this is a legit track i i love anytime an artist makes like a dedicated track for their mom or grandpa yeah. or grandpa or father, whoever like it always i i don't know i can always just resonate with that and for me this one i mean this is an, uh, definitely one worth saving it's a song for his grandpa yeah i mean uh you know, musically, it wasn't one of my favorite here, but I, I get that vibe. It's kind of this, like soft, easy going thing. Synth and drums, uh, like the flows, like slowed down. Um, it sounded to me like a love song when I listened to it. But given that context, it's cool. Yeah, it's not, it's not something I'll save, but still cool. Yeah. Some of the lyrics holding my breath, wishing I had one more day, wishing you could be there when I graduate. Uh, and it's hard and it's sad to say that no one in the that no one in this room understands me. I know you had to leave, so rest in peace. But please, can you watch over Nanny? Because she loved you and I love you. All the prayers I'm saying may bug you, but I'm just checking in on what you up to. So how they treating you up there? It's cool. Cool cool lines. Yeah, nice uh, nice toss in there. I don't want to say that, but anyways, you get what I mean. Right. Uh, after that, Face in the Crowd. I do kind of like this song. Uh, there's good little bits here. He's got, like, drums, keyboard, chimes, high tempo, flow is incredible again here um there's this like cool kind of keyboard section toward the end it's not crazy but it's not it's just a little like breaking the action where the keyboard stands out uh good vibes here and then at at the very end of the song he like tosses in this acoustic guitar section (laughs) that i think is a sample from something else just an odd add-on but cool track yeah i think he has a line in this song that is so perfect for his first couple mixtapes and album Russell Crowe, just a beautiful mind. Got talent. Imagine what I'll do with some time. 
and it's undeniable. Like at 18, his his talent is is through the roof. Like his just his flow, his wordplay, is I mean everything. Well, plus the producers is getting on to help him. Like obviously, like I said, Germs helping him a lot. But and later on in his his catalog, he pro- he produces some of his own stuff too. Right, right. Yeah, no, this shit is incredible, and it, that goes back to the music talent that he has too, because I think he's helping build some of these beats too. Yeah, which yeah, is pretty fucking sick. Uh, song after that, A. A Y Y E. Yeah, this was a a bonus track. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think these next two are both bonus tracks because I got one more after this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, kind of mid tempo drums and up key up tune up beat keyboard. Uh, it's got just like quick fun flow, just a fun track. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, sorry. Did you have anything on that? No, just a standard rap song about making it. Yeah. And then the last track on the bonus, I guess, would be back in the day. Uh, this is softer, easygoing, slow beat. Uh, with keyboard and drums, nothing crazy here. Yeah, again, about his, his come up in the game. So on the original production of this album, there's two more songs. Yeah, it was not, wasn't on Spotify. Yeah, and so... <laughs> was that, would he get in legal trouble? Yeah, for, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the streaming platforms don't publish these other two songs. It is Traffic in the Sky and La 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 La. And again, for the beats sampling other artists, a lot of times streaming platforms don't produce these songs because he doesn't want to get in legal trouble or i guess he didn't want to get in legal trouble gotcha i don't even know where the fuck you would find these songs maybe youtube yeah i'm sure they're on youtube well maybe i don't know youtube's pretty like straight and narrow about litigious issues as well you know true i don't know anyways uh so yeah so that wraps up kids i don't know i don't know if it's we'll get into that maybe on the next episode but one of his coolest albums yeah, so I we might be doing one or two of these out of order, but the next mixtape we're going to cover is Best Day Ever, which comes out in March of 2011. Yeah, and so, like I said, kids maybe didn't get a ton of, like, uh, critical acclaim, but, like, a lot of people noticed, and he's coming up. So this is 2011. Mac Miller has a fucking year in 2011. Holy shit. Three three projects in 2011, so he's got two mixtapes and a studio album. And he's also on the Freshman XXL uh, Freshman Class, which is pretty fucking sick. And if you want to just talk a little bit, I'll pull up the class with him. He's got a pretty wild class. Yeah, yeah. So what Max said on this project was, uh, into for the first song, Best Day Ever, he said, we wanted a track that's going to take people out of whatever they're doing and just listen. The thing I like about it is I feel like I say a lot in it, and that's really the introduction for the start to the best day ever. It's a real trippy vibe to it, and it's supposed to be an epic introduction to get you ready to listen to everything. A lot of these jams on here, I'm just kind of having fun, but I wanted to make sure on the opening of the project I got a message across. It sums up the message of the project. No matter what, just trying to capture a happy and positive vibe. Yeah, you get that listening to it. Quickly, 2011 XXL freshman class. So it's Mac Miller, Meek Mill, Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf is... Um, yeah. Yeah, he's like on MM's label. A um, couple good songs, though. Yeah. YG, Kendrick, and a few other guys I've never heard of. Lil B, the bass god. Oh. <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's a pretty fire XXL. The year before, though, I mentioned with Wiz Khalifa. Uh, What's the one with Big Sean? Because I'm pretty sure he was in the same. This one. Oh, okay. This this one's fire. 2010. This is a fire freshman class. J. Cole. Yep. Nipsey Hussle. Yep. Wiz Khalifa. OJ the Juice Man. Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, J Rock, Faye Sean, Donis, Pill. That's pretty. That's pretty fire class. That's pretty <laughs> fucking fire. Holy shit. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, but if yeah. you you want to feel old, read off the names for the 2022 XL class. Well, let's have a look real quick. I can scroll down. Grandpa. Ooh, I might have gone too far. Oh. <gasps> 2020 t- or 2022 XXL freshman class. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know if this is actually his name, but it starts with 10th spot winner, Baby Tron, Coach Ice, Saucy Santana, Babyface Ray, Ken the Man, Sofago, Big Scar, Big 30, KC, Dochi, Kaylee, and Nato, Nardo Wick. I mean, Never heard of any of these. Bro, guys. how old do you feel reading that? Holy shit. How, I feel like I'm pretty tuned in still. How the fuck have I never I heard know, of I, any of these guys? I, I, I feel the same way. Jesus Christ. Anyways, whatever. Move on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> did, did Twitter switch the logo on your phone? Yeah. Fucking idiot. Yeah, clown. Anyways. Best day ever kicks off with best day ever first track on the album. It's kind of <laughs> it's this like synth up string section mixed with like just the, the typical drum beat and synth uh, high tune quick flow uh, easy going is song but just like love and life. Um, I got to say I was expecting a little bit more energy on the mic from Mac off this track uh, just being like the first track on the album but it's still a good song. Yeah I, th- I think it's solid. And it, again, it focuses on more of the vocals than the than the music. But yeah, for sure, for sure. I think it's a solid opener. Let's just skip ahead to it now. He does at the end of this track, and it might be on a bonus edition. He does a remix of this song. Yeah, that the yeah. beat on that is way better. Yeah, hundred percent. It's kind of this more like trippy synthy beat. I love it. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I I, I felt the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, track after that, get up. This is like really cool high tempo drums and high tune synth uh, beat, quick flow, super catchy chorus with Mac like doing his own background vocals on the chorus. Um, really nice deep cut off this out al- or mixtape. See, I don't like the music on this, but I think there's some there's some good lyrics on this. Hey yo, I'm fast lane switching, rap game spitting, chilling with some sour, got a bad dame twist, and these people think I'm goofy. Say I'm Max, they tripping because uh. Because life like a comedy, my last name, Griffin. Damn, I almost had that. <laughs> Dude, Mac Miller is also like an insanely rhymable name. You can just throw in Mac and Miller into any of your tracks and be like, yeah, I got a million rhymes for this. It's funny because he doesn't really do that that often. No, but there's a song on Macadelic where I, I forget the artist. It might be Joey Badass says it like a jillion times. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, the track after this is another hit. Oh, boy. One one you absolutely know right off the bit. Donald Trump. Uh, simple drum beat with these, like, super synth-up background vocals. Just kind of da, 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 da. Uh, really, like, good, quick flow here. Super catchy chorus. Or, or uh, yeah, super catchy yeah. chorus. Smooth flow. Just a fun track about being rich. Yeah, so Max said about this song, everyone has those days where you don't know, you know, what you're about to do, but you feel like you're going to do something big with your life. This is the next stage. This is the next step. Uh, you wake up and then you look and you're like, I'm going to do something big today or I'm going to do something big with my life. And I, I have I have a couple notes on this track. That's oh, just, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. So initially, Donald Trump was supportive of, of Mac Miller using his name for the song. But then in early 23, he changes his tune. I have a couple of the tweets that he tweeted out just in, in general here. Hold on. <laughs> let me say this, too. So Donald Trump, I think he didn't acknowledge this song until like 2013, 2014. Like he, he didn't like he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's really cool. He like used my name. 
but he waited like three, two, three years to even acknowledge it. Yeah. So one of his tweets, he goes, he he says little, and then at Mac Miller, you illegally use my name for your song Donald Trump, which now has over seventy five million hits. Little Mac Miller, I want the money, not the plaque you gave me. (laughs) (laughs) And then and then he tweets. It was just announced that Mac Miller's song, Donald Trump, went platinum. Tell Mac Miller to kiss my ass. <laughs> Dude, I, if, if Donald Trump would just, like, write a book, but it's not even a book. It's just, like, a, a notepad of all the little, like, innocuous thoughts he has throughout the day. And he had, like, just, like, a year or two years worth of these innocuous thoughts. That shit would be the best-selling book of all time. He's such a shithead villain, like, just <laughs> getting upset at absolutely everything. And then the last tweet here, Little Mac Miller, Miller's next album may bomb. He can't use my name again for sales. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you know, Trump 101 right there. Uh, just drumming up fucking the, the only reason, you know, Mac Miller blew up was because he had my name on the song, not because the song was good. <laughs> Such an all-time villain, dude. Oh, uh, he's an all-time <laughs> villain. Regardless of the politics, just an all-time villain. I miss him on Twitter, man. He was so <laughs> fucking funny on Twitter. Yeah, I mean... Oh, brother. It's it's a, it's funny reading these tweets how he ever got elected president. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the people voting for him aren't on fucking Twitter. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. No, dog. On Twitter, the, Twitter hates that motherfucker. Twitter hated that motherfucker. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, I feel like the the majority of his demographic hates Twitter and and Facegram and Insta Snap and you know what I'm saying. Like, right, right. And uh, yeah, so some of the lines from Donald Trump that are cool. And motherfuckers think they know me, but they never met the kid. Style come with excellence and money make ben- benevolence. Irrelevant for the fuckers who never been intelligent. I kill my henny, break the bottle for the hell of it. Tell a bitch that she better bring her friends, and if she want an autograph, she bre- better bring a pen. Yeah, man. Ag- again, just like quick clever wordplay it's cool yeah next song is a, a skip for me oy vey. yeah i'm not a huge fan of this song either it's fine to me it's got this like again with the video game kind of like laser retro sounds like almost like a laser gun shooting you know yeah um simple keyboard uh mixed in there there's a cool bit in the chorus where like he has four like lines in this chorus section and the vocal like switches a little bit each time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't remember exactly what the line is, but it's just a cool section where like he, he ch- like alters the voice a little bit or like almost like they're completely different recordings and he just mashed them together, you know? Mm. Uh, That's cool. Other than that, I don't know. This, this track's all right. Yeah. The next track is another standout from the mixtape. I'll be there featuring Fonte. Uh, this song dedicated for his mom. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And so that makes sense again, because this is a bit more like gospel-y, kind of like soft, uh, smooth R&B feel to it. Um, piano and drums, Fonte on background. This is like the first track I really noticed that doesn't have the standard like hip-hop beats. Aside from like, obviously you had those samples on the last album, but like this is more gospel than anything. Yeah, and Fonte absolutely kills the chorus on this. It's yeah. like the sunshine or rain, I'll be there. Uh, obviously, he's singing it, not, not just talking it like I just did. But Max said on the song, my mom and I have been through a lot. You know, me taking it upon myself to follow my dream caused a lot of problems on our day-to-day relationship. Just wanted to, you know, write this for her. So Yeah, no, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, I like this one a lot. No, you got to check this one out for sure, for sure. The... Next track is uh, very, very goofy. Wear my hat. Yeah, this is like 
the the bit here is it's all about like a girlfriend and she kind of like wants to wear his hat um and he's like no nah, no you can't wear my hat you can't wear my hat and eventually he's like ah you know what fuck it like wear my hat wear as my long hat. as you give it back as long as you give it back um but this is just a, like a fun track drums and chimes beat easy going just a good deep cut here yeah definitely fun and he said on the song I was sitting there fucking around with my hat, and I was thinking, girls always try and take my hat and put it on, and then he laughs himself. This is from an interview. <laughs> you, <laughs> This is something he does on a lot of tracks, but it, it's either normally at the very beginning or at the very end. If he hits you with the, aha, you know that. <laughs> chill. <laughs> you know those songs are going to be fucking fun. <laughs> oh, brother. After that, he goes into Wake Up. Uh, it's a good energy track, drums and synth beat, little bass added in on the verses. Uh, really, really cool, like quick flow on this track. This song gives me like club vibes. I don't know, it's a little different. Bro, this is a, this is on the party playlist today too. This is a, a banger for sure. Really, really good track. Yeah, he, and he said about this song, he was like, the main thing on this one, I just wanted to spit. I wanted to go hard, and he did. He did. He motherfucker didn't miss. Uh, one of my favorite lines, probably from all of Mac Miller, is "Young, rich, and famous. Thanks for asking. How are you?" <laughs> the way he says that it's like just the the swag and the confidence is oh is that the like the opening line on this track no it's part of the chorus okay, okay it's gotcha. young rich and famous thanks for asking how are you party every night that's exactly what i do getting stupid in this bitch so what's up wait yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. damn world homie i don't give a fuck yeah, yeah 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 really really cool track yeah great party anthem great party anthem. yeah uh after that all around the world a little bit less of the party anthem but i still think this is kind of a club song uh oh for sure it like it's just it's it's not as like uh, it's a little bit more like easy going and fun, but it's still got that club vibe to it. Uh, piano and snare beat, little synth mixed in there, mid high tempo, but like really good energy on the vo- on the mic. Uh, another cool track. Yeah, it's just rapping about having a good time around the world. I use my atlas, make a map of it. Globetrotter, ho hopper, superstar, asterisk. Exactly what I was thinking. Oh fuck! God damn it, Dave. Uh, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, next track, Down the Rabbit Hole. Uh, Max said about this song, this is supposed to make you feel like you're on some crazy type of drugs. On the hook, I just say, this song can be your drugs. Just please don't take too much. You can have it free of charge to do it for the love. So he's just trying to make a song with cool vibes. Yeah, I don't know. This song kind of fell in the cracks, too, for me. Yeah, I don't really like it. Uh, slow beat, drums and keyboard. Kind of got this, like, ooh-ahing background vocal. Another song about sex. Yeah, next song was just all right for me, too. In the air. Yeah, this is maybe my least favorite on this whole album. It's just got this like soft but like kind of fast beat keyboard and uh like eight oh eight drums. Yeah. Yeah. Uh definitely forgettable. The next song, Play Your Cards, is decent. This is more it says more of like an eighties vibe. For four hundred, this is the only song in Mac Miller's catalog that features which instrument? Oh can I let me play it for a sec. Love this fucking beat. Chaw. Uh, it sounds like like a, a shake, like a tambourine. Cowbell. Oh shit! It's a wild, like funky mix in there. It's almost like uh, Salt and Pepper. I forget the name of that song. <laughs> oh you, yeah, you know the one, about? the one on the commercials with yeah, the ice yeah, cream. Yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> it, but this this beat fucking rocks. Uh, it's got the drums, the keyboard, the cowbell, just this like cool funky vibe, up tempo flow. 
Uh, the song's just about like meeting a girl on tour. Super, like sick deep cut. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. The after that is she said. She said has some cool lines. Not a lot of replay value for me. Uh, yes, yeah, kind of just a nice track for me. Uh, they open up with a little like studio like chit chat. Uh, drums, bass, synth beat here, mid high tempo. There's like kind of this echoey thing they're doing on the vocals in some sections uh, in the verses. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah. Next track, Life Ain't Easy. This one's a, this is a cool one for me. Yeah, this is drums and beat, mi- or drums and beat. Uh, drums and keyboard kind of mid-tuned, but also, like, the keyboard's a little bit, like, muted uh, or, like, obfuscated a little bit. Upbeat song, though, high tempo, um, just living life to the fullest. It's almost a little bit more, like, poppy in, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, I got that vibe, too. I didn't know how to quite put it, but that's kind of, I guess, a good, like, catch-all there. Yeah. Yeah, and the chorus is really cool. When I get old, I'm going to be real cool, sitting on the porch with a fresh pair of shoes, whole bunch of stories for the neighborhood kids, tell them to believe they'll they'll be making it big. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Next up is Snooze. It's a decent track. Yeah, I think this is, this is another one of those just like easy listening, fast food tracks. Uh, I like that. Fast easy, food fun tracks. beat, drums and keyboard mixed in. Uh, catchy chorus here. Um, it's just a song about hanging out and having fun. Yeah, he's got a line in here. Hand me down gear. This is some shit you've never seen. Dropping three stacks. Now I'm so fresh, so clean, which is a cool, cool reference to Andre 3000 from Outkast. Love it. Then this last track, well, the last track on the album before the the remix, Keep Floating, featuring Wiz Khalifa. And if you can't guess what this song is about, go listen to a little bit of Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This whole song is just about smoking pot and hanging out. But it's cool. It's got this, like, drums and chimes beat, uh, up, like, upbeat feel, fun vibe. Uh, nice closer here. Yeah, so a fun fact about this song Max out on this song. I wanted a cool ass outro. Wiz killed the hook. It's a song that you can smoke to. Obviously, it's cleansing too. You can hear it and relax. It's like whatever happens, I'm cool and I'm just doing me. When Wiz was in Pittsburgh working, he actually got super high one night and did this dope ass hook. And then he left and went on tour and forgot that he ever did it. I hit him up later and I was like, "You didn't rap on this, man. I need to rap on this." He was like, "Definitely, go ahead." I completely forgot I did that shit. When I finished, I played it for him and he was like, "You killed that shit." <laughs> which is it's hilarious like Wiz laying down because this is a really cool hook like just him laying this down and then just totally forgetting that he ever did it dude I, so i was reading this interview with big germ and he does some touring or he did some touring with Wiz khalifa and uh they asked him like you know is there any days Wiz gets a little too high he's like dog you know how many times we go to the studio Wiz is just baked out of his fucking gourd <laughs> we'll, we'll go on tour right and we'll be on tour and the 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 like tour bus is just pouring smoke out. We get arrested a few times. We got smoke pouring out of this fucking tour bus. I can't even hang with this motherfucker, man. This guy's unreal. It's just like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense that he came in here. Didn't remember doing a damn thing on this song. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and the chorus is catchy as hell. He's like, got no problems. My weed lit got nowhere to go. Say we ride and we smoke till we can't anymore and keep floating. Uh, pass it to your man. Roll another one and keep floating. When it's almost done, why don't you go and break down enough for another one and roll me some smoke. Or sorry, and roll me some. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, cool closer to this album. Yeah. I'll uh, just say on that album, I, I like that album. It's a, it's a good album from or good mixtape from Mac. I don't think it's as good as kids. No, I, 
I so what I will say is the like the four hits off the mixtape are really really good, but there's a lot of songs in between that are I didn't end up saving. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I gotcha. So I think we're in, I think we're in the same boat there. Yeah. The next project here is Blue Slide Park. So his first like studio album comes out in 2011. Sorry. Um, oh, you're good. I I got it mixed up here. See, we were talking about this because I got I Love Life before oh, okay. Blue Slide Park. But yeah, it let's won't let's, way. let's do that then. No, nah, let's do Blue Slide Park. We're already at it. Okay. So yeah, Blue Slide Park is first studio album. Um, I think this one still sounds like it doesn't sound too much different to me. I think there's some. I I, I think there's a, the production's a bit different. The in terms of what Mac Miller is rapping about and his flow and everything, I think that's pretty similar to the last two projects or th- or three if you include i love life sure but i th- i think that he does i don't know there's a couple tracks that have a a different kind of production where it's maybe it's more like i don't know if it's like more drums or more yeah i think the beats are a little bit more well developed yeah maybe um, that's maybe that's what i was looking cause, for because i mentioned to you before we started recording yesterday like a lot of his beats aside from the samples he gets a lot of his beats in the first couple projects are fairly simple and that's actually something he does a lot. Like, he'll just have a lot of tracks that are kind of, like, deep in the catalog that are just pretty average, simple beats. But he, he like, does the work himself, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, Blue Side Park, the, the album's named after this uh, section of a park, Frick Park, in Pittsburgh, where he, you know, grew up and hung out and whatever. So, And uh, that's actually where they had, uh, when he died, they had a, ended up having a, a candlelight visual at Blue Slide Park with, you know, thousands of fans and people ended up showing up and... Which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool little bit add-on there. Yeah. So uh, I don't have anything on the intro. If you want to just get into Blue Slide Park. Yeah. So it opens with English Lane, like Joey said, and it, it's just an interlude. Uh, it's got this weird trippy beat, children playing, whatever. It's it, it's more just I think it's more just a reference to like being at Blue Slide Park. Yeah. Uh, kind of sets the scene. The next song or the first song we'll say is Blue Slide Park, uh, which is good, this cool song, real energetic beat, really good energy. Fuck, um, good flow on the mic. Just reflecting about be like being rich and famous. This is a good, this is a good like kind of like riding around car song. You know, like you just pop this on in the car and like you're feeling good. Yeah, his his flow is really good on this, and he's got some lines that are offend. Like I I don't know, it, it's funny, but it's also could be I could see people being offended. But it he goes, that's exactly how I do this as a rapper. I'm nothing in her mouth. You tongue kissing her after daughter's mom kind of want to neuter me. They also want the kid to come right on that cooter, have the music sounding better than the guitar tuners. Plus, I'm doing shows daily. Call me John Stewart. This this may be a controversial take, but there's not. I don't know, man. Rappers can get away with saying a lot of like weird kind of messed up shit. You know, like like he's no Eminem. Let's put it that way. Like Eminem said some horrible fucked up shit in his time. And like he still kills it, you know, like. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, the, yeah, they say different kinds of shit, but yeah. It just is what it is, kind of. like. It, uh, some of it's hyperbole, some of it's just wordplay, but I, I don't know. You kind of just got to like take it or leave it. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, uh, song after that is a fucking banger, another party hit, Party on Fifth Ave. Love this beat. Love, love, love this beat. It's got this like sick kind of like fuzzy horns. Um Thick drums, kind of like this funky vibe. Uh, good up tempo flow, great energy on the vo- on the uh, mic. 
just all about like going out and partying and having a good time. Yeah, no, it's definitely a uh, just a song about having a party. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't much to it, right? Yeah. The next song is a little bit more in depth, I guess. PA Nights. This, yeah, this Pennsylvania is a, Nights. Yeah, this is a cool song. I, I really like this one. Yeah, this is cool too. It's got this like mid tempo beat, kind of clean, high tuned keyboard. Um, kicks in a little bit on the chorus with the drums. Uh, good energy here. I like this track. I don't love this track. It's good. Yeah, he's just kind of rapping about like, well, you know, where where does this life end up going from where I'm at now to to the future and right, right, yeah. Trying to stay as himself as a musician. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. The next track is another banger off this album. I think it's it's probably the most streamed off this album, if not the second most. Frick Park Market. Yeah, this song kind of rocks. It's got this like buzzy kind of like I, I think it's synth uh, with these like hollow notes like xylophone kind of like thing mixed in a little bit um but good energy here good tempo kind of this mid high tempo flow nice track yeah and frick park market is a pittsburgh deli known for their homemade sandwiches where mac actually used to work at so that's where it comes and that's why at the beginning of the song he's like yeah let me get a uh, you know turkey yeah, sandwich yeah, yeah, yeah and one of the coolest lines in this and he goes my name mac miller who the fuck are you <laughs> bitch <laughs> you don't think that's cool <laughs> that's a height <laughs> yeah I, I think that's cool yeah and then he and then he gets into the, like and he goes well my crew too loud but i ain't uncle luke and i ain't no hipster girl i can make your hipster from pittsburgh smoke papers as a or swisher like he gets into his flow after and, yeah, and the beat it. drops and it's he i think it's it. sick yeah. yeah yeah uh song after that is smile back uh, a little bit different i kind of got like a rock rap vibe here almost like uh like this gave me like fort minor vibes little bit um well it is an anti-hater anthem yeah i I didn't know quite how else to put that it's like this uh guitar and low drum beat um it's up tempo but it's also kind of like sweet a little bit um cool deep cut here yeah that's it's it's all right i don't really have anything to add uh next song is under the weather and fun fact on this song when they started working on the album Mac went to Guitar Center and he said he spent like 15 grand on random instruments, like just throughout the Guitar Center. And it, he said, we have to use every single one in this song. So and then he added, I was like, we have to play this fucking piano because I just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And this song's like chill. It's uh just low key, kind of quick flow over easy chords um, mixed in with this like, again, the retro video game keyboard sound. Um, good energy here. Um, uh, song's all about just like achieving your dreams. Good track. Yeah, cause you could have the world in the palm of your hand, but it don't mean a thing until you change it. Yeah, cool, cool track. Right, right. The Ab- go ahead. Next one is of the soul. Yeah, a little soft again here. It's kind of this like piano clap beat to it, mid tempo flow. Um, didn't really stand out to me. This song's just kind of about being rich and famous and like hanging out. Yeah, he he says. Got a little soul like De La Do, which is a reference to De La Soul, which is kind of cool. Right, right. Uh, after that, another track I wasn't in love with, My Team. Um, this beat is kind of weird. Uh, it's, it's like heavy, high tempo, drum beat, quick flow. Um, song about like people, all the people he makes music with. But I don't know, the chorus just doesn't hit. It feels almost like it feels a little too like corny, you know. Yeah, and he he raps like he name drops, you know, his friend Billy, Jimmy or Will, uh, 
yeah, a couple of his other friends. And yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of with you. It, for me, it doesn't really hit. Like it almost like it gives me like like Disney Channel like movie vibes. <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. That's weird. Disney Anyways. Channel movie vibes. Like this is a song you would you would get together when like the band's getting back together. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just ugh. uh the song after this though is cool. Up all night, super poppy, like wildly poppy beat. Um, fun up tempo piano like hits hard in this track. Um, again, Fort Minor vibes to it. Uh, it was I couldn't like quite put pop rock on this track, but I got that vibe kind of. I, I like this one a lot. It's definitely definitely poppy. You definitely can throw this on the the party playlist. I mean, in in the song, they literally at one point they just go drink, 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 drink. Yeah, drink. they say that a few times. It's a cool little add on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I like I like this one. The next one is loitering. I do not like this track. Yeah, this one didn't stand out to me. It's got this like obfuscated buzzy beat, uh, fast drums, mid high tempo flow. Not in love with this like arrangement. I don't know the the. The like buzzy thing to me just doesn't doesn't do it. Yeah, same. The next one is his name spelled backward or sorry. In this song he references Cam Rellum, which is just Mac Miller spelled backwards. Ah, so. I was wondering what that was. Okay, okay, cool. Cheesy. Yeah, it's just a little instrumental interlude. Uh nothing crazy. Also, he has a line in this song that he says, Dick that keep your girl awake all night, they call it Adderall. Wait, are you on hole in the hole in my pocket? Are you on diamonds uh, and gold? I think I was I was still loitering. Oh well, well. Anyways, anything else? On no, loitering? no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, all right. After loitering, he does a quick instrumental interlude. Uh, hole in my pocket. Uh, it's nothing crazy. It's short. After that, diamonds and gold. Um, I'm not in love with this song. I don't know. It's not. It's because it's not relatable. Yeah, it's weird. It's all about this like rich woman who kind of came up from middle of the pack or like low like status um and just made her way and now she's like rich and doesn't give a fuck yeah um chimes and drums kind of a simple beat whatever yeah miss calls a song about relationships decent yeah it's all right here he does this like kind of like sweet singing on this song which is a little different um soft beat muted keyboard um this one stood out to me as just like a, a little bit of like a sweeter ballad almost, but oh, definitely, yeah, probably the the sweetest he's had so far for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's it's good, not great to me, whatever. Yeah. Uh, next couple songs, "Man in the Hat." Eh. Yeah, both these last two tracks, I could give or take, whatever. Um, so "Man uh, in the Hat," I'm with you. "Man in the Hat," it's like this again, just fairly simple drums and and synth beat. Um, quick flow, good energy on the vocals here, but yeah. Yeah. So first studio album, couple couple good hits to take away, a couple songs that are, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's whatever. It's it's a, it's all right. I wouldn't say it's his worst. Well, I don't know. I haven't gotten all the way through his catalog yet, but it's not a bad album. It's just not great. Yeah, I'm with you. So then we'll go to I Love Life. Thank you. And you were right. This was before Blue Slide Park. Yes, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, but it, so I love life. Thank you. Uh, Blue Slide Park and Best Day Ever all 2011. Like I said, what a fucking year for Mac Miller. Yeah, that's a lot of music to put out in one year. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Zeppelin I, I, one and two. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, no, not even fucking close. I'm just kidding, dude. Yeah, I know, I know. Good. Um, but anyways, I love it's better than Zeppelin one and Zeppelin two. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, anyways, this album kind of kicks ass too. Um, I like he's just got another. This is another one of those like fun, upbeat vibe albums. Like this reminds me a little bit of Best Day Ever too. I would like Kids is kind of in its own ballpark, but yeah, definitely. uh, is same vibe as best day ever here but maybe maybe even a little bit better than best day ever i just i don't know there's something about it the the instruments the production i just kind of like this one a lot i might have saved more on this but i believe i like the hits more on best day ever i'm just looking through this right now yeah definitely i like the hits more on best day ever so he did this cool thing before he released this album where he was trying to build up his following on twitter um and so he had this like road to a million followers thing on Twitter. And so he was at like two or three hundred thousand followers at the time he started this. And so then for every thousand hundred thousand followers he added on Twitter, he would release a new track. That's that's pretty sweet. So he released like six or seven tracks um, as he went. And I'm trying to pull this up right now. Yeah, I, I noted it for I think the ones he released at 500k and 600k but yeah like 600k he released just a kid so all right here i got it um he did people under the stairs at 300,000 love lost at 400,000 family first at 500,000 uh 600,000 just a kid 700,000 the miller family reunion which is kind of a bullshit song to release for yeah for your fans um 800,000 Cold Feet, 900,000 Willie Dynamite. And then I think a million was the album or the mixtape. Cool. Anyways, uh, let's get into it. Yeah, so first track, I Love Life, Thank You. It's kind of a goofy song and just the same old Mac Miller as the last couple projects. Yeah, it's just a fun track here. Up-tempo beat, up-tempo flow, synth-up vocals, um, drum beat. He, nice flow here. He he talks about what the chorus should be in the song, and then that ends up being the chorus. Like he he literally says in the song, he goes, "Ayo, this this where the hook be, but I ain't got no hook, you pussy." <laughs> 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 it's just a goofball. Yeah. Next one, people under the stairs, just all right for me. It's weird. This is uh maybe his first delve into like this jazzy kind of feel to it. Um, it's like the simple drums and guitar, quick vibe or. Uh, like quick up tempo feel. Um, he's got so this is the the one I was thinking about earlier, where the opening verse or the opening line on this track um, is all on one level. Like he doesn't like go up and down in level, kind of like we're talking about, like right now. Like it's almost like Eminem kind of esque, where he just like hits it, and then like after I don't know, it's a quick line, maybe five ten seconds. He just gets right into it, but it's a kind of a cool little like bit there. Yeah. At the top of the track. Yeah, so he only does one verse on this track, and, and this is a sample of People Under the Stairs by San Francisco Knights. Yeah, so. I saw that too. It's cool. Next track is Wooly Dynamite. What no- a cheesy ass like play on words here. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh has a couple funny lines, but nothing crazy f- for me. I like the the music on this track. It's got this like jazzy kind of guitar and horns and drums song uh feel to it. Um but like I said, he throws in these all these like sexual innuendos throughout. The chorus is like, 
uh, let me just pull this up. It's so awkward. I, I think I've got what you. I mean, I've got this up right here. Sicker than if she gave me AIDS, plus some teeth decay. Then she stole my condom. Tried to auction it on eBay. Is that what you were referring to? That's part of it, but just the chorus is fucking weird, man. Let me pull this up here. Hold on. Uh, I love life. Thank you, Willie Dynamite. Yeah. So the chorus is. Um, these girls asked me for that Willie D. Uh, the girls asked me for that Willie D. What does it mean to keep your pimp hand strong? Live it up because you don't live that long. Oh, so uh, Willie Dynamite was a, a, or at least that was his name, as he was a pimp in New York City. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Still weird for Mac Miller. Like, I, I don't know, man. Just Oh, no, I agree. Anyways. I do like the music on this track, though, so whatever. Yeah, the next song is a little bit unique for, for Mac, is The Scoop on Heaven, which is a cool song about what he thinks heaven would be like. Yeah, it's kind of a fun, like, like look into his brain a little bit here. It's, uh, it's this, like, jazz beat, fun, up-tempo vibe. I really like this track. Yeah, one of the standouts from this mixtape, for sure. For sure. Uh, Love Loss is another really good one, in my opinion. Yeah. This is, he's sampling the Temper Traps song, Love Loss. Yeah, and they actually get uh, credit on this track, too. I'm, I'm not going to speculate why, but I have a guess. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just this old school arm beat vibe, Temper Tracks. Uh, they do the, like, the chorus section on it. Um, yeah, and he kind of, like, he kind of like wraps over it a little bit yeah, too, yeah, and right. the combination actually comes out really, really oh, well. Oh, it's, it's sweet. It's really cool, and it, like, he doesn't have a ton of stuff like this. Um, I would say where he like mixes it back and forth with somebody, so it's cool. Um, just a really good deep cut. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. The the chorus is it's really cool. Like they're the temper trap. They're like our love was lost, and then Mac Miller's like comes in he's like where'd you go what'd you do how the hell you make me fall in love with you and then it cuts back to temper trap right and and they do the next part and then mac comes back again it's yeah, really it's cool. cool yeah next up pranks for players is uh just a just a pretty much just a solid freestyle yeah i got freestyle like uh vibes from this song as well sir michael rocks uh featured on this track drums are thick and full on this track here with bits of synth kind of like mixed in love the beat uh slower flow like it's kind of easy going um it's all right yeah next up cold feet another kind of freestyle song i fucking hate this beat it's got this like weird like claps and whistly thing to it it just it's not pleasing at all um I, the flow here is cool um good word play um song about just like picking up chicks yeah, forgettable. The next song is Family First, featuring Talib Kweli. Yeah, this is uh, another kind of like cool uh, track here. A little bit different for him. Uh, it's a pretty standard like piano and drums beat. Slower down a little bit. Um, but the flow from both of these guys is pretty quick. I would say Max kind of in this like mid-high tempo. And then uh, Talib Kweli is like actually killing the – he like his verse on this is pretty sick. Um, and it's weird because like Talib brings almost this like gangster rappy vibe to him, uh, which Mac doesn't have at all. So it's kind of a, like it's a good back and forth on this track. And they kind of play they play on their verses together a little bit. Where Mac in his verse he's rapping about like you know I don't have time to call my mom. I'm not drinking four loco anymore. I'm drinking henny. 
And then in Tlaib's verse, he kind of addresses that where he's like, um, go ham like Abraham reading all the poems. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to call your mom. Same thing I told Bow Wow last year. Take care of the fam because it's all we really have here. So he's kind of like giving him advice. Yeah, yeah. You know, as like an up and coming rapper, which is like cool. A bit of an older guy talking to Mac. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Was it like, you remember the last time you drank a Four Loco? <laughs> I've only had it once, I think. Oh, for real? Maybe twice. God bless. And I, I had a headache the morning. I was like, I don't need this. I uh, My sister turned 21 recently, and I bought... We were going on this, like, pedal bite thing, and I bought her a Four Loco as, like, a surprise. And she was sitting, like, way across the pedal bike from me, so when I pulled it out, I tried to, like, give it to her, and I couldn't reach her. And so I'm, I, I was with the boys, too, because a few of my friends came out and, like, filled up some spots. And I ended up fucking drinking this thing Ugh. back in, like, I don't know, a few few months ago. Gross. Disgusting, dude. Holy shit. But I was rocked after it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's one thing I don't ever need to have again. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, the Miller Family Reunion. Uh, it's kind of a fun track. I don't know. Funky beat, drums and bass, uh, a little bit of, like, string section in mixed in. Uh, it's just a song about, like, partying with the fam. Yeah, it's about a family barbecue. It's just whatever for me. It's not, eh. Yeah, it doesn't stand out necessarily. It's whatever. Yeah. The next one is Boom Boom Rap. It's got a cool beat, and Mac ends up singing the hook to the song. Yeah, I think he does a great job on this song. Between the the singing on the chorus and his rapping here, I think this song kind of rocks, honestly. It's got this, like, soft, jazzy beat, but the claps are, like, very prominent throughout. Uh, Up-tempo flow, and then... uh, the come up is featured on this track, and I think his verse is sick. Yeah, I think I'd save this one. Definitely, definitely a solid track. Yeah. Next up is just a kid. Just a kid, kind of this like drum and synth standard beat, fun vibe here. Um, softer vocal, like singing on the chorus from Mac. Um, song about like coming up as a rapper. Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that. Up next is all that featuring Bum B. Yeah, it's like high tune synth and snare beat, uh, mid tempo. Um, it's kind of the song about like making making a legacy, being yourself, doing what you gotta do. Yeah, just just all right for me. This last one didn't stand out at all for me. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're saying all so, this? Yeah, he closes his album with all that and then all this. Yeah. Um, all this. It's just kind of this like mid tempo, um, kind of more easy going track decent flow for mac on this song but i don't know it's just whatever yeah yeah and yeah after recapping this like i don't know a lot of nothing too memorable from this mixtape i mean there's some good stuff here for sure um i just passed it by but like but compared to like best day ever and macadelic for sure for sure there's not like the the massive hits off this track but you know i'll take like willie i'll take willie dynamite even though i bitched about it (laughs) uh the scoop on heaven i'll take it boom bap rap but yeah, definitely not like the massive hits on this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, jaw, 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 bitch. All right. So then, twenty twelve. So this is five projects in three years. Twenty twelve, Macadelic. Yeah, and this mixtape's got a lot of standout songs in my opinion there's some for it's, i mean this is a long mixtape i think it's 16 and 17 tracks but there's there's some good ones on here yeah there's some good ones on here he's got some massive features on this album oh massive. For sure we'll for talk sure. about him as we go but like this is the first time uh, he had Wiz on the, the previous mixtape but 
He's got six or seven tracks on here with huge artists. Yeah. So intro, love me as I have loved you. A weird kind of interlude intro where it's like row, row, bo- row your boat is like softly playing in the background. And I, it's very, very odd. Yeah. I think maybe this is just like trying to get you in like uh, a nostalgic feel. I don't know. It's an eclectic interlude for sure. Yeah. So the opening track where there's actually lyrics is Desperado, which is a cool freestyle. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, It like kicks into the song with this buzzy guitar. um, And then the beat is all drums and bells. Uh, Up-tempo flow. uh, Good freestyle in here. Good track. Um, Supposedly, now I can't hear it. And I listened to this song today to see if I could hear it. And I I still couldn't hear it. Supposedly, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds from the Beatles plays a little bit at the end of this track oh really i listened to lucy in the sky with diamonds and i listened to this track like back to back and i couldn't i couldn't hear it hmm. that's kind of a seems like that'd be an odd thing for him to throw in there right I, i'm not sure what the what the idea was maybe just like yeah this song's kind of dope i don't know toss in a little bit but i couldn't hear it yeah and he's got so many just like two lines where he has he like rhymes within each line and it, it just it sounds so good where he's like fuck a toast y'all is fucking broke cut your throat judging me is nothing dope boy you lying under oath like he yeah. just he he's got so many of those which is so catchy and it's it's so good yeah after that uh, another hit from matt miller's catalog loud uh love this fucking beat this beat rocks it's like this high tune kind of wavy keyboard and then snares kind of mixed in throughout super catchy chorus uh, mid-tempo flow but it's really really good super good vibes on this track yeah and going from uh, the refrain into the chorus is sick yeah yeah he does a great job kind of like uh leveling out a little bit and then putting on his like singer hat yeah because the chorus is heavy and he's like i like my music real loud real loud can you turn that shit up for me right now right now yeah yeah no it's fire the next track is one of my personal favorites from mac like just in general thoughts from a balcony it's weird because, like, he's maybe uh, touched it a little bit as he's gone here, but this is the first track that I think is very, like, introspective. Yeah, it's definitely, like, his thoughts, like, sitting where he's at at that point of his life. Like, you know, his, he's kind of coming up in the rap game in, in, in general and he's just kind of thinking about everything. Yeah, a little more singing here than usual, um, but still a nice track. Simple guitar and keyboard beat, um, kind of just easygoing vibes, but also, like, kind of this, like, uh, it's not like a fun vibe and it's not a sad vibe. It's more like a thoughtful vibe, you know? Yeah, and the hook is catchy as hell. He goes, they just dreams, turn them to reality, double cup of lean, standing on my balcony, looking at the sky, thinking it could all be mine. All we got is memories, so what the fuck is time? Yeah, no, it's a really cool track. Yeah. And then he follows that up with a shithead. <laughs> yeah, one of the worst tracks. One of his worst tracks, in my Aliens opinion. Aliens fighting robots. So this is supposed to be like a just kind of fun track. Um, it's not fun. The beat's not good. Uh, it's just like synth and drum. It's like drums with synth notes. I didn't, it wasn't quite keyboard, but like the synth kind of kicks in like little hits, um, mid tempo energy's down a little bit. I didn't like this one at all. No, very forgettable. I guess it's a sample from a song called tonight by the avalanches, but I've never heard of them before. So I wouldn't know. I think they might've had a song on guitar hero three. Oh, okay. But I don't know them either follows this track up with vitamins and this is not about vitamins however there are pills that you're putting in your mouth when you're talking about this song um slower beat but kind of cool uh back backup vocals kind of like spot in and out here 
flow like the the chorus is kind of like this choppy flow um it's a little bit smoother through the verses obviously but uh chorus didn't really hit uh lower energy uh, i don't know yeah it's he's just telling a story of he gets a call from a, a friend or drug dealer or whatever and she invites him over and gives him a pill presumably lsd from what it sounds like and and then he starts tripping and then the, in the song it's a it's not a song we're saving but he goes that's all right this shit crazy what the fuck she had me take if this kill me i'm gonna come back haunt her every single day which I, it's always yeah. funny yeah that's cool this next track is the first of the big features fight the feeling featuring kendrick lamar and iman omari um, so Kendrick does verse later on this song. Iman Omari does like the chorus, but spit on it, singing nice, like cool singing. Um, simple beat, low tune, kind of wavy keyboard again, uh, mixed in with like uh, mid mid level drums, we'll call it mid tempo. Another like thoughtful vibe song, like they're talking. Another introspective feel to it, um, just about being yourself. Yeah, he's kind of like giving advice to to younger people, and also just reflecting on like nostalgia for himself. Like, I think one of his lines, he goes, I'm a beetle to these young kids, but sometimes I'll be feeling like a needle to these young kids. You had the world, you're about to leave it to these young kids, and we're going to show you what that love is, or what the love is, excuse me. Yeah, that's a really cool wordplay there. I, I love that verse. Oh, yeah. One of the lines I really like, too, he's when he says, a penny for your thoughts, a dollar for your dreams, a price on an idea, we never can agree. They tell you what to know, but it's better to believe. That's a sick line. Yeah, I love that, man. He's so fucking good. And Kendrick has an epic verse too. Oh, he kills this. I mean, verse. not. I mean, it's Kendrick Lamar. What do you expect? But yeah, no, hundred percent. Every feature I've ever heard him on, he kills it. He's the feature god, dude. Oh yeah, he he murders features. The one when we get to part two, there's one song on the back half of his catalog where he has Kendrick come in to do the hook, and I find that wholly offensive. But I'll save I'll save my take for Jesus when we get there. Christ. All right. Uh, weird little bit about this song at the very end last 15 seconds oh yeah yeah yeah. it's just sex sounds you hear people fucking yeah it's so stupid so stupid. it's not even what the song's about it's just it's like yeah that that pissed me off yeah they're just like in the studio like hey you know what'd be cool on the end of this track some fucking it's like the the song has nothing to do with there's a million of his other songs he could have done that for and it would have made it would have been fine yeah i wouldn't have loved it but i would have been fine you're gonna do you know taint a kendrick feature <laughs> <laughs> all right uh the next track another feature with a prominent artist lucky ass bitch featuring juicy J. the song is trash you don't like this one no this is just like it's almost like juicy brought this to to mac miller like this sounds like a juicy J song uh it's like a club kind of like trap drums mid-high tempo um mixed in with synthy like beats um this gives me like house party vibes. It's just a song about like drugs and chicks. Yeah. And one of his stanzas is leave a handprint on her butt cheek. She give me head while I puff trees. I'm on drugs. She's on drugs. Her nose just got bloody. Woo. Sniffing coke lines off my dick. She riding on that train. Inspire her. I don't even know. I'm, <laughs> I'll cut that. Ha <laughs> 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 Uh, he follows that up with the morning after, but morning spelled like morning, like you might mourn after somebody died. Um, this one slows down on the energy, slows down on the timing. Uh, it's got this like kind of trippy keyboard throughout and clicking drumsticks. Like it sounds like he's playing the drumsticks up against like a wall or something, you know, hmm. um, or maybe just like against themselves. Um, hmm. 
song's all about like relationship troubles. It's not for me. Well, I think I think it's a metaphor for a drug. Like a I don't know what drug, but I, I mean it could be a girl too, but because I mean in the song he's, he even says like I don't want to be sober long, so you need to get me high again. I got all this money oh. we could try to spend until we strung out like a violin. Come oh. back to life, then we die again. Little angel, where's your halo? Somewhere above them horns. Maybe like the uh, the old anxiety thing. Yeah. 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 That. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, this song is just kind of whatever for me. Yeah. Same. Same with uh, the next one is one through eight, but through spelled T H R E W. Yeah, I don't get the title at all. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, same. But anyways. <laughs> This song opens with uh, a woman kind of whispering, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Um, and then, like, making other uh, lines like that throughout. Um, thick drums here, synth, synth bits kind of, like, mixed in. Mid-tempo flow. Uh, sad song about, like, death and reflecting on fame. Did you catch in, like, the chorus? Th- you can hear, like, it sounds like he's got, like, a, a, a whiskey glass with, like, ice cubes clanking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I couldn't quite put that together, but now that you mentioned that, it kind of does sound like that. Yeah, and like you said, this is definitely, like, a, a more sad song where he's kind of, like, he's wondering if people remember him for, like, his good deeds instead of, like, his mistakes. And uh, it's definitely more introspective. And the, he kind of says, too, like, he's, like, his own worst enemy. For sure. Yeah, not for me, but it's whatever. Yeah. Another solid, I wouldn't say this is as big as the other ones, but still a solid feature on this album, Ignorant featuring Cameron. This is another house party song. Just good vibes here. Tuned up keyboard and kind of like whoops mixed in. A little snare. Just a good track. A song about, like, fuck the haters. Yeah, I I wasn't, I didn't really like this one compared to his his other songs along the same lines. I gotcha. It's all right. That said, the next song is one of my favorites, which is a huge feature, especially back in 2012. This it, dude was on the fucking mountain. Oh, yeah. Right now. Yeah. The question featuring Lil Wayne. Yeah. Lil Wayne in 2012. Come on now. On top of the world, dude. Uh, this beat is a little weird. Uh, um, it sounds like they're using like yodeling that's been like synced up and altered a little bit. <laughs> um, and then the snares to like make the beat. This is by far his longest track that we've covered so far. It's a little over six minutes long, which is kind of wild, but um, it's still pretty cool. Like mid-energy here, flows slowed down a little bit, but Lil Wayne kills the verse he's on. Uh, Like his wordplay, it's goofy. It's always goofy, but uh, he just kills it. Um, And this whole song struck me as something like trying or wondering if you're like getting the best out of your life if you're doing the right things you know yeah i kind of got that too and some of the lyrics from mac that i really like are sometimes i wonder who the fuck i am so i've been looking in the mirror and it still don't make no sense i'm asking what am i supposed to do done so much in my short lifetime but i haven't done shit i done flew around the world i done flew around the whole world first i shook a million hands then i took a million pictures but i'm a hostage in my own world yeah uh, this is a good track um like i said it's a little bit lower in the energy level but still cool yeah, one of my favorites for sure. After that, Angel, parentheses, when she shuts her eyes. Uh, this beat's kind of made up of quiet drums and these, like, muffled ooh-ahing sounds. A um, little more, like, sing-songy in the flow. Um, kind of mid-high tempo love song. I think th- I think this is a- another... I think this another is about drug song? Lean. Ah, uh, well. You know, fill my cup with purple, baby, drink it slow, and I can take you anywhere you want to go. 
Yep, that's uh, it's just gonna get me every time, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking got me, cha, cha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that is another feature, lower key. It's back with Iman Omari, um, Sunlight. Kind of yeah. upbeat, quick flow. Um, the drums in this track sound like they might be bucket drums. You know what I'm talking about? Because um, they're like just hollow and like piercing a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, kind of what they were playing at the. Uh, yeah, like you'll see them outside of stadiums and whatnot. Like yeah. they're always at the Lions game. Um, and then mixed in with these like softer drums underneath that. Um, song struck me as like uh, just doing what you love. You know, like hanging out ha- or not hanging out, having a good time, but like chasing your dreams a little bit. Um, good track. Yeah, definitely a cool track. The next one is Clarity. This was just all right for me. I couldn't tell if this was about a girl or drugs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't really pick it up either. I, I read through the lyrics a couple times trying to figure this out. Uh, it almost like gave me like freestyle vibes. Mm. Um, slower but good energy. Simple beat here. Mike's a little echoey again, and that kind of plays into this like psychedelic feel that the the beat gives you. It's not a song I like. No. But the next track is pretty cool. So it's another one with some features. Uh, America featuring Casey Veggies and Joey Badass. And this is when Joey Badass was first coming up, too. And Joey Badass, is he kills. He kills his verse on this track. Uh, kind of like mid-tempo, hard snares and funky synth. Uh, with a little bit of like a flute or like a wind, wind instrument kind of like played throughout. Um, Mac hits the first verse he's good just standard mac joey badass fucking kills his verse it's like faster great wordplay like perfect flow it's perfect and then he just at the end of his verse he just goes veggies <laughs> and it goes to the chorus and then they bring on casey veggies it's, it's, it's really cool yeah so mac miller said about this song as the author of the song you always have a million emotions ideas meanings etc to every word that you write down more goes into the thought process than what sounds cool or rhymes and makes sense i only ask the listener to try and keep g- digging deeper yeah and and yeah he he i think he opens his verse or it's at the part of one of the start of one of his verses he says i'm in a room filled with holographic images path is limitless death well that's ridiculous and like i think he's just kind of saying like he's in his own head yeah but it's a cool cool way of going about doing it yeah, I was trying to figure out what that was about, so thank you. Yeah, and he, I mean, he, it's pretty introspective. He's like, I'm going to live forever because a legend never dies. See, the world is simple but complex in the design. I s- spent some time just thinking, where did that get me? High, more drinking? Now my head empty, so can it last a couple minutes more? Yeah, it's a cool track. Check this one out for sure. Yeah. This last track, Fuck em All, I lost my notes, so please. Uh, th- so this is the outro for the mixtape, and let's see. Some of the lyrics I know down here. I got a girl... We in love, she my money, she my drugs, this my pain, this my pleasure, last forever, keep me up, late at night, tell me it's all right, I believe her, I don't question she who knows me best, I know you wouldn't either. So, just a d- decent outro. I mean, Yeah, now I'm, r- I'm kind of remembering this track, this song is just another one like fuck the haters. Yeah, not, not really worth saving, but it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that wraps, wraps up part one, Mac Miller 2010 through 2012. <laughs> I can't believe we just did an hour and a half on two years of music. That's funny. That's <laughs> fucking wild. But anyways, um, cool. So then next week we'll do the, 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 the remaining six projects for Mac Miller. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get into Greta Van Fleet after that and uh, kind of go from there. Yeah. So uh, catch us again next week, guys. Follow us Instagram, Facebook, or not Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, YouTube at flip the record like subscribe share 
comment. Yeah. Yeah. Catch you on the next one.